What's up, everyone? Here we are again with another uh, Rags to Riches podcast. Man, these weeks are absolutely flying by. Um, anyway, so today I'm super stoked to have on the podcast a young entrepreneur who was originally a three times school dropout, who many around him would have said was a failure, and now someone who has, I would say, has found absolute happiness in what he does today. Um, he's someone who really sends out a good message, someone who works on his craft every single day. Um, and he's kind of created all of that himself, which is really kind of um, a rags to riches story. So, yeah, without further ado, his name is <laughs> Mr. Digital Pratik, although I don't think that was his actual birth name. Maybe he'll let us know a bit more about him in a bit. So without further ado, Mr. Digital Pratik, are you there, my friend? I am always here to bring value to other people. I am right here, right now, all yours. Bring it on. Good man. Thank you for coming on to my podcast today. I am really interested, actually, to hear your story because... Um, what interests me is that the culture in India, having lived here for nearly six years now, mm-hmm. is slightly different um, from the UK or the Western culture. In, in, and when I say different, I mean um, the, the family and the family being more accepting of um, things like dropping out of school. now. For instance, you are quite blatantly advertising the whole the whole dropping out of school. And I did the same thing myself, actually, three times like yourself. But I, I just think generally, maybe in the UK, that's quite of an, accept, uh, an accepted thing. Yes. Sorry, I just was stupid call. Um, I think it's more of an accepted thing, if that makes sense. And when I, since I've been in India, I can see people face a bit of a tougher problem when it comes to their pressure, let's say, from parents and what they want. Does that make sense? Yes, indeed, indeed. That's that's true. That's that's perfectly or uh, like 100% correct, uh, Richard. And trust me, like Indian families, I also, I have a picture of me like doing this kind of thing where I have my hand in front of my face and I have this picture on my About Us page. Uh, where I'm saying that most of the Indian families, if they have a kid who is a dropout or who is not good in education, it's kind of a shame. Like, like that trend is slowly and steadily changing. But yes, when I took a drop, like it was like 2009, 10, 11, 12, 14. Like, you know, that era which we were when engineering was like booming like anything, IT sectors were going great. There was nothing like digital India concept that much. Right. And now that digital India concept is super going well, people are slowly and steadily accepting like before this podcast, uh, which we are doing right now, like I was doing a paid consultation call with 17 year old kid and his entire family is into digital stuff. His mom is into business. His mom has already taken paid consultation from me three days ago. Now his son is taking for his YouTube journey and he's totally okay. His mother is totally okay for his kid to be like, he is still about to appear for this 12th standard board examinations. All right. And still he's taking a paid consultation call over a Zoom call for YouTube career to become a social media influencer. And his mother and his dad is totally okay. 
so yes things are changing in india but yep it it has been a tradition that you have to go to engineering college and things were not that easy when i took the drop right because like it was not easy and that's the reason why it took me three times or else i would have done it in one go like the moment i took my first drop i was i was not that confident i was a little bit fearful i was having that pressure of family and i had to go back twice then third time it was like all set i'm not looking back no matter what happens and my entire family my friends there was nobody i was all alone so what was the first reason like when the first drop out was that just um the start of the journey to realizing i don't want to be in formal education and then you going back was that because of pressure no the first reason why i took a drop is because my dad got a paralytic stroke he was in hospital and because of his health issues i had to come to uh, like the family all right and uh, my college and the family where it used to be there the hospital was it was like 60 kilometers and the time when he got a stroke was somewhere around may june all right that's where his health was a little bit shaky so and during those times we have external examinations in india all right during the semesters and all those things so i was not able to appear for the examinations i was not able to take the examinations and i had to take one drop now in indian system what we have in education is like in the even semester it was an even semester so it was the sixth semester for which i was not able to take the examinations so obviously my fifth semester is clear so now i can definitely go in college and sit for the seventh semester which is an odd semester but i couldn't sit for the eighth semester why because my last even semester was not clear which is sixth semester right so that's the reason why it was a drop but then while i was doing seventh semester i was not able to focus i was not able to concentrate all right because of the health issues of my dad the family financial crisis and at the same point in time fortunately or unfortunately however the audience is taking right now but fortunately or unfortunately one of my friends soham natwani i still remember him like he is in the us we are on, not in touch but i still remember that moment when he handled me uh, a book which is rich dad poor dad and at that point in time like that book was crazy like you know right now robot kiyosaki has a lot of books but at that point in time there were only three or four books which he had introduced out of which this was the first book i read that book followed by cash flow quadrants and i realized that yes this is not the only education financial education is something different all right and that's where the journey of me understanding different things as an indian kid started so yes then because of my family pressure and everything i had to go back to college twice because i was not able to take that stand but finally the third time i did and it was the same procedure right it was the same procedure because i was not clearing the 6th semester i am not able to sit for the 8th semester and that's the same process so whenever the 7th semester is there odd semester i'm going by the same point in time i'm not able to focus so i'm coming back so we you know able to focus through um like the second and third time you dropped out was it because of the same uh, issues with your father that you um dropped out these times or did it change then did you yep. drop out the second time for different reasons the different reason is that i was not able to focus i wanted to do something else i was not able to concentrate because, and the, because of this idea when you had you read yes 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 so it was so it changed from that point exactly and on top of that like in engineering when you are into electronics and communications engineer that was the field which i was into that was the majors so during the first four semesters what happens is you are into purely and purely into networking networking in the sense the circuits 
so those kind of subjects are there and i used to like that why because i scored 94 out of 100 in my physics examination in 12th standard so i was very good at the circuits i used to like love the circuits and boards and everything so till fourth semester it was fine but after fifth semester the subjects which are there were related to communications related to antenna related to signals and probably two things happened at the same point in time my interest in those subjects was not there at the same point in time dad health issues and i was reading these management books financial education so both the things going all together created some hybrid thought in me which was like telling me that no this is not for me this is not for me this is not for me and that's where the third drop came into picture yeah it sounds it sounds very similar to me in terms of well it was my first drop um when i went to university and i was doing a, a subject that i some parts of it i really enjoyed and i did well in and then i was just found myself sitting and listening in a lecture and I was uh, learning about economics and I thought to myself this is not really what I don't want to spend X amount of hours of this semester learning about economics you know I'm okay. not saying it's not important but to me I just wasn't prepared to sit and I would I would rather be spending that time elsewhere um, it seems like a waste of time for me. So, did, did you feel that that education was just not? Um, did you feel like it was a waste of time? Not at all. The whole, not yeah. at all. Not even a single percent. All right. That used to be the case with my parents. My parents used to think that all the money which they have invested in my engineering studies, because I'm not an engineer, it was a waste of money for them, but not for me. What I did was I always used to like uh, be the captain of the house or secretary of computer society of india or president of ieee student branch i always used to lead some or the other way i always used to be like like somewhere in the communication part somewhere in the sports volleyball badminton cricket everywhere so at the end of the day i always was building connections all right like i always used to have strong connections with teachers sirs irrespective of me irrespective of me whether I'm excelling in the studies or not. And that's where like slowly and steadily I was self auditing myself. Like if I go back, like in my first standard, all right, if I go back to my first standard class, like I, I was not able to appear for the examination. Why? Because at that point in time, my mom was pregnant once again. I was expecting a sister and like I was not able to go to the school in first standard. Can you imagine like, and I repeated, I've actually dropped in first standard. I repeated first standard and all of a sudden something, maybe some, some kind of DNA changed and since then, since first standard till 12th standard, I was the monitor, the leader of the class. In India, we have, I don't know about the UK, uh, like, like education, but in India, we have like a student monitor who leads, all right, who leads the class. So I always used to be a monitor. I always used to be the captain of the houses and things like that. So that's where my self audit came into picture. And like, like I never feel that a single point in my education was a waste of time, not a single second. Yeah, I can see how you, you are changing that. Um, it's definitely a different view. Um, but let's say I, the way I'm referring to it as a, a waste of time in my eyes is because in universities in the UK, like I was paying a hell of a lot of money for this. I, I was kind of pushed through college and directed into university and this is what you need to go and do. Hmm. And we were funneled, funneled that way. And I'm still aware that I'm paying, uh, what, 
3.3 something lakh, which is a lot more now, mm-hmm. for a year. And I was just thinking, I'm not paying this amount of money to sit in a two uh, hours of economics, for instance. Um, <laughs> so I really considered it a waste of time. And this is why I just dropped out there and then. I said, no, I'm not doing it, you know. But I was lucky in the sense that um, me telling that to my mum, was accepted straight away. She she just believes in what my instinct says. Were you was that hard with your parents? Yes, indeed. That's what I said that I was all alone. Nobody was with me. My parents were not supportive. No one at all. So no one at all. In your life, even friends who said, "Okay, you can do it." Anything like Nobody, that. Nobody. Not even my closest friend. My closest okay, so friend who can, whom whom I can tell that he is the brother of from another mother. All right. Mm. He's brother from another mother to me. He met me in college. He is my best buddy, and right now as well, he's my best buddy. All right, and right now he's supporting me. In 2017, when he finally figures out that yes, I'm doing something. There is something in the seven years of span of time which I did since 2010 to 2017, and then he finally figured out. He was having a conversation with me. I was talking about what I'm doing. I am telling that I'm building Alexa skills, and he's like, "What the f?" like what what is this alexa skills because we are he is into programming and i am doing some kind of programming in alexa skills over here building alexa skills i already have my alexa skills live and he's like what is this and that's where he started learning alexa skills in 2017 and since then right now he's having as a side hustle he's having his own agency into alexa skill development so now he understands what i'm telling but it took me 6 7 years to convince my closed one as well including my parents but the difference is i bet you we're not convincing them you are not you're not saying to people listen i will convince you you are just simply executing on with your journey 100% yeah. i'm on my way i'm on my way and letting people to come on my way that's it yeah exactly so what i want people to listen to from just uh, something that i take away from from what you're saying and what i've thought generally is that people who Or if people are thinking about going on their own journey to drop out to to go and follow their heart, you should be able to do this without the support of anyone. It should be so strong in your heart what you want to do that it doesn't require even the closest members of your family to say this is correct. You know? Yep. If you simply follow that, which is normally right. Eventually, your closest family, family and friends, as you just said. will realize that this is actually what he was saying x amount of years ago 100% and i'll tell you that path is not at all easy that path is not at all easy in that of path course. you yourself you yourself will feel that no i am on the wrong track and that is what happened with me i went through two different depressions trust me mm-hmm. two different depressions and then the second depression like i don't remember the first depression where i overcome because that was a there was a moment where i overcome it but i don't remember how but yes i have definitely overcome the second depression i clearly remember it was april 2014 around when somebody handed me a book which was the magic from ronda brand i have already read the secret i have already read the power now the magic comes into picture now after i have read secret and the magic uh, the power it was all about like reading but the magic consists of 28 days magical journey where we are practicing gratitude every single day and at that point in time i used to stay in one room 
and in that room i had like like uh, if you remember if you i don't know in the uk if you did that or not but we used to have chart papers on which we used to draw like these big chart papers so i used to have those chart papers with me and all those chart papers i sticked on my walls like surrounding me so whenever i wake up or whenever i'm in the room or whenever i sleep i'm just around that so entire wall around me was with those chart papers and on those chart papers there were 12 different segments affirmation positive affirmations 10 to 15 positive affirmations which i wrote on all the chart papers and i had glued them on my walls so that like i i just don't want to feed anything else at that point in time probably i didn't know what podcast is and people were not even doing podcast that much like positive podcast so i used to consume these kind of information i used to surround myself with positive affirmations all the time i used to just say it aloud whenever i am free no matter what and that's where i reprogrammed myself reprogrammed myself and i went through that 28 days magical journey of the magic book and that's where something happened and that that since then i'm i'm not even looking back since then like my mind is so strong that no matter what i'll do something if i want it will take 10 years 15 years but yes i won't just like like uh, walk away from the path which i'm walking on yeah i think it's quite i i've noticed this in a lot of people is that these books um lots of people have uh read and just completely changed their way of being now i have read them myself but now i i look at them now and i i think not negatively of them i see it as quite gimmicky but i have to admit the kind of revelations at the point in time where my mind was and how it just pushed me in this the right direction i've since then i've come across let's say developments from that way of thinking you know stoicism um, and more so philosophy books coming out of that but i think you're um onto something when you say you know these books i think need to be recommended to people who are in that mind where they're thinking I want to start something or I feel like going on a different journey. I'll tell you Richard, I'll tell you these books should be recommended to people who are serious about execution no matter what because only yeah. reading these books won't help them. Like the same thing happened with me. I had already read the secret and the power still I was into depression. What went wrong? The wrong thing which was there in my life was lack of execution in 2013 because even after I am reading this what I'm thinking is just by sitting closing my eyes visualizing what I want for BHK bungalow things like that I will have it in my life that's what happens right that's what happens and then in 2014 when I read the magic I was actually practicing gratitude doing my work consistently as a call center guy like I was scaling anything I was upselling like anything I was working at directmobiles.co.uk where I was like selling mobile plans in the UK itself there was a company in the UK itself right so I was in a call center of the UK process and we were just selling the postpaid plans prepaid plans and along with that I was just I was the champ of upselling power banks all right and that's what I was just executing 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 along with the magic practice the magical book practice So execution is something which is lacking after reading all these books. Yeah, this is true because I think people fall into the sense of you get such a good feeling and a change in your way of thought from reading the first few books that nothing actually teaches you to actually the uh the law of attraction as you start to think about oh my god this is a new thing I can just magically think about where I want to be and I want yeah. this car and all this. Yes, it could be true, but the fact is you have to get up and you have to execute this every day yes know? 100% and it's something i've noticed that 
You do. Um, and something that I... I don't know how to say it. Like, like I tell you a, a plain and simple example. Right now you are in Sandoz, you have these biceps, you have these triceps. You have worked your ass off to build those things, to build those muscles, to have a calisthenic career where people can trust in you, people can trust in your talent. Alright? It wouldn't have been happening over in the night. A lot of people are learning calisthenics. A lot of people are not practicing calisthenics. So there is a difference between learning calisthenics and then practicing calisthenics every single day for the next one year and having injuries in your life. Because unless and until you don't have injuries, unless and until you don't walk inverted on the wall, like you don't do inverted walks, your shoulder strength is not going to improve. Yeah, like, like you better know that. Right? Yeah, I think lots of people are apprehensive to the fact that they see somewhere where they want to be, but don't come to realize that, you know, even getting to that point, you might have to do years of feel like, feeling like you've gotten, it's very, very small increments in improvement. Yes. And this is for, this is for gym work, and this is for, for example, doing the kind of work you're doing. How many years would you say it's built, um, it's taken to build a significant following? And when I say significant, I mean we're talking, 10,000 and up to where you are now. How long has that taken you? I was putting up content seriously, like when I say seriously, probably 90% seriousness since mm. 2014 when That's I started. True. Yes, I was doing blogging and all those shit since uh, earlier, like 2011, 12-ish. But if, if I'm serious about something where I came into digital marketing and I started applying serious things into blogging, I booked my first ever domain and all those things since 2014. And then seriousness, super seriousness came into picture July 2017 it was. Because I started following Gary Vaynerchuk in 2015. Somebody introduced me in December 2015. And since then I started following him in the early stages even I was not getting what he's trying to tell. But the more I consumed him, the better I was understanding him. The philosophies, the disciplines, the content which he's trying to explain. All right. And then slowly and steadily in 2017, I'm super serious about my digital Pratik thing because till that point in time, there was actually no digital Pratik. It was my real name, which is Pratik Singh Chudasama. All right. Which is what like probably now you know my real name. All right. So that's the thing which was going on all the time. And in 2017, I'm starting this particular channel and I'm putting up my content. I started my calisthenics journey in July 2017. That's where I started documenting my fitness journey along with my marketing stuff, all right? So I became serious, I applied, 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 and in two till 2018, mid 2018, so last year, same time, I probably might have like 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 followers. Not more than that. Though I don't give a shit about the number, but yes, just because you asked, I'm just saying that. Because for me, it's more about the engagement, more about the connection, like, so. Yeah. 3,000, 5,000 followers because recently I have been getting call consultations booked by people who have been following me since past one year, two year. And what they are saying is they are happy to connect with me right now. Why? Because last year I only had 4,000, 5,000 followers and they are following me since then. They are seeing my growth and that's where they are, they are trusting and that's where they are doing what I'm telling them to do because it is working for me. So the significant increase, if I tell you, it is since like since May 2018, that's where I really super focused on all these things. 
I, I started with uh, more of Alexa skills. I started with more of grooming my team, which I was just visualizing that if I have a team, if I have, if I want to hire people, what kind of people I should be having in my team, what kind of content I should be having so that I can attract those kind of talent with me and things like that. So what I was closely doing is just watching Gary Vee and the way he's growing himself so that I can be a good student of his and do the same thing at my level for my brand, for my team and everything. So it, it can be said like one year. That's where I seriously focused upon daily content, enormous amount of uh, content and quality content. Mm. So I think, um, would you agree people, they would like to start their own journey? Um, doing something like simply get put off and they, they quit, let's say, because they don't get enough affirmation. They don't get enough um, people saying, this is great, this is great. And they don't get the engagement that what you're saying. But it sounds like when we're talking about significant engagement and really, ha it's really happening for you, you just pretty much say in the last year. Yeah. Since 2018. But prior to that, you've said it was pretty, you know, you're still doing it. You're still pretty serious, but you're not getting anywhere near as much affirmation and contact and networking as you did, as you have done the past year. Yes. So is it something you would, because I'm, I'm trying to let people listening who want to start their own thing, I really like to let people realize that just be prepared to do years without this type of affirmation, without people patting you on the back and saying, you are the greatest, this is really good, blah, blah, blah. Just be prepared to do years without that. I mean, see, I'll tell you in our native uh, mother tongue, like in Gujarati, we have a saying that I'm sure you won't understand that. But the, the thing is, like the more you rub a stone, it will turn into a diamond. All right. So to create a diamond, you have to rub the stone so much that it creates a diamond from itself. So that's what you have to understand. Like you have to rub your ass off for at least like three, five, six, seven years, depending upon how much you put in the effort. So everybody has a different capability. It is like similar to 100 students going to a college, being mentored by the same teacher or sir, being mentored in the same college, being mentored with the same syllabus at the same point in time. But you'll see, still see that only there is one topper out of 100 students. All right, because of the application which is there with respect to the 100 students, everybody applies on a different level and they apply based on their levels, their mindset, their capacities. Yeah. And people don't realize that that simple logic of college with respect to digital marketing or anything they do online, because now social media influencers are becoming fancy just because some 17 year old kid might just crack it in Shopify. Every 17 year old kid thinks that they also can do that but they don't realize that what they are made for. Uh, this is true. So I want to just, I want to get some, um, something from you. I want you to try and give some advice to people listening. Um, and this could be actually, and I've said to other people on the podcast, if you were to tell yourself, give yourself three pieces of information, looking back at Pratik as a, as a 18, 19 year old, what would that be now? Like I just actually yesterday only while I was on an Instagram live video, somebody uh, just asked that on that live video and I had answered that same thing that what I would uh, suggest to my 17 year old or 18 year old young. All right. And I just said that I will give an advice that keep executing. Yeah. 
that's it uh, nothing else i can i can show it to you right over here this is the story which i have posted all right check this out this is the exact story which i have posted uh, and somebody who was actually watching that instagram live video posted back reposted on the story and he said the best answer i got till now from varun who was the guest and from me where i just said i'll give advice to 18 year old pratik is keep executing keep executing uh, and you will definitely win in the next 5 years believe in your content which you want to put out believe in your creativity which you want to show to the world believe in your talent which you have to groom for the next 5 years and that's it period end of story the problem is problem is you would give that you're saying you'd give that advice that you can only give that advice if you think you didn't follow that advice do you know what i'm saying no i'm totally confused <laughs> what i'm saying <laughs> So you can only go back to speak to Pratik as a 19-year-old and tell him to keep executing if from the age of 19 you didn't keep executing. However, if from the age of 19 up till now you have simply kept executing, then you can't give that advice. That's what I said like since since 18, that's what I said. I was not able to execute a lot. Ah, uh, so you're saying you You, you remember when I, you remember exactly you remember when i said i read the secret the power yeah. i was not able to execute and i went into depressions if only i had executed over these years i would have already been successful at the age of 24 but i was mm-hmm. I, i'm i was not able to succeed when i was 24 yeah that's where that's where that's where it is that's where it is like till 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 2017 i would say i was just learning and sharing learning and sharing learning and sharing but since mm. 2017 i'm learning applying and sharing i'm learning mm. applying and sharing yeah i think it's a bit of a trick question saying what would you tell your younger self because yeah because even if you could give that advice what you went through was a fact of life experience to gain to get to that point anyway you know you have to go through those difficult times of yes. failing and going yes. and failing and going so yes. so that's where i said like i that. wish i wish i wish there was some divine force or maybe there was some divine force yeah, since the age of 18 who was subconsciously telling me that keep executing keep executing mm. keep executing whether i was a call center guy whether i was a college kid whether i was taking a drop i was just like can you imagine like i took two drops but still i went to the college uh, see when i was not executing to that level where i had to execute and finally i executed and i took a drop for the final time which was third time then once again i'm into a call center journey i'm not able to focus that much why are some other other things and i'm into depression twice why because i was not able to execute but there was some divine force which was always telling me keep executing keep executing keep executing and that's where i finally figured out until this point in time right now as well i have a lot of challenges in my life all right everybody has their challenges to that level now but now still i'm saying to myself like when when i would be 55 and if somebody says that what advice would you give me to a 30 year old pratik and i would just say keep executing keep executing learn apply share learn apply share daily learn something new in your life daily apply that something new which you have learned in your life and daily share that something new which you have learned and applied in your life with other people the best way to empower yourself is to empower other people the best way to make other people smile is to have a smile on your face and that's what i want boom 
<laughs> See, I, I'll tell you, Richard. I'll tell you, all these words come into picture not because I've scripted something. I didn't even know you would gonna, you you are gonna ask me. It comes from the bottom of my heart. Why? Because I have been applying now. Yeah, and I think um, I think really the underlying principle here is why when I say to people who are on on the level of let's say. Because I don't want to get—I don't want to confuse people between executing means they have to be on social media and they have to be executing like this way. I just mean, and what people should take from this is keep going and don't actually give up. You know, that's really the message. Taking one step at a time with hundred percent in it. Yeah. Right. You remember there is a one there is one quote from this movie, The Pursuit of Happiness, by Will Smith. Mm. If you want it. go get it period if you want something go get it period i think look i i did a podcast yesterday and i asked the 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 guy actually who I was being to and um, we finished on a nice clear quote that he gave me that he had learned from a i think an uncle of his or a professor of his who had said to him you know less talking more doing something along those lines and i just said look i want to end it there because we can just take that away and that's something that the audience can finish on and really think about going so i just want you to re uh, re-say what you've just said this little phrase if you if you want something go get it period the more you give the more you get blessed boom so i will leave it there and um i just want to say thank you patik for uh being on today's show it was it um, was my pleasure it was my pleasure richard thank you so much for inviting me thank you brother and uh, we'll catch up after this call for sure for sure see you all right bye, cheers brother. man bye, bye.